0: to the battle cry podcast with convention of states action president mark meckler you can watch the original live broadcast sunday nights at 8 pm eastern time on the convention of states facebook and rumble channels hey everyone mark meckler here welcome to the sunday night battle cry and this week's call to action is be vigilant be smart be not afraid this is really important for the times that we live in right now Uh, You know, I'm hearing a lot of calls of people like they're worried about going out in public here with everything that's going on. There's going to be, quote unquote, Muslim day of rage or Hamas calling for a day of rage. I've had people tell me that we shouldn't go outside on Fridays or we shouldn't go to big gatherings or whatever. And I say to that, no chance, no chance. Fear is not a virtue. That's what the monsters who perpetrate this kind of stuff want us to do, they want us to be afraid. But I wanna be really clear, I am thinking, I am telling you, be vigilant, be safe. Go out and pay attention, be aware of your circumstances. This is really important, situational awareness. Most of us go through our lives, we wander around, we go in and out of stores, the bank, picking our kids up from school, and we are not situationally aware. This is just kind of the normal, state of affairs now it's not the normal human state of affairs it's the normal modern human state of affairs specifically it's the normal state of affairs since these because so many of us are walking down the street we're like this we're going through the grocery store we're like this we don't notice what's going on around us it is imperative in our day and age that you become aware if you're somebody that uh is carries a firearm if you live in a state that has constitutional carry you're allowed to carry a firearm without a permit carry a firearm I have friends that tell me occasionally that, oh, well, I was going to here or there, so I was carrying my firearm. And My only response is you should always carry your firearm. You know, the only time you're gonna regret not having your firearm is when you need it. And if you don't have it, you're gonna be out of luck. So if you have the ability to carry a firearm because of the laws of your state, if you have a concealed carry permit, you should be carrying your firearm at all times. It's just responsible. If you carry it at all times, you get used to it comfortable with it and hopefully you're training on it you know if you're like me you have a chance you you might have a range on your property if you live a little bit rurally you should practice with the firearm that you carry or anything that you use for home defense this is being smart this is being safe this is being vigilant right be aware of your circumstances carry a firearm if you're not allowed to carry a firearm maybe you live someplace that still has these barbarous anti-second amendment laws Carry some kind of pepper spray with you. Be very extra vigilant. Be aware. If you go into blue cities, be extra aware and extra vigilant. Again, not out of fear. Be safe. Be smart. Be vigilant. Always be prepared because that's who we are as people who know the risks that we face, understand those risks, and are willing to face those risks because we're believers. We love our country. We believe in the United States of America. We're gonna stand strong for her and for her eternal values. So again, remember this is it. You're gonna be vigilant, be smart, and be not afraid. I said be safe, but being safe is, you know, you're gonna be safer if you're vigilant and you're smart and you're not afraid. It's not about hiding. Sometimes people say be safe and it sounds like you're scared and you're hiding out. So it's really be vigilant, be smart, and be not afraid. All right, I'm gonna have to address the one thing that is the most important thing going on in the world right now and that is Israel. And I'm going to start with the words that Ben Shapiro started on his first podcast this week after the barbarous attack that took place in Israel, the terrorist attack by Hamas. And I'm going to start with the words that Ben Shapiro started with because they are true for me as well. And it's three words, and they're words that have, sorry, four words. They're words that have resonated throughout history. Those words for me are, I am a Jew. I'm a Jew. Both sides of my family are Jews. We're Jewish. Uh, we have lineage that goes back to Ukraine. And when I did a recent DNA test, I'm 93% Eastern European Jew. So I'm a Jew. I'm a target. I'm as many of you know, a Christian Jew. I, I wear around my neck every day. I've got a, a Jewish star, star of David and has a cross in the middle because my heart belongs to Jesus. Some people would say that that means I'm a Messianic Jew. I just think I'm a Jewish Christian. But I am fundamentally, absolutely, undeniably, unquestionably, always have been, always will be a Jew. And that means these people particularly hate people like me because I have Jewish blood in my veins. Uh, and the Jews, uh, the the uh, Islamists, the Muslims refer to Jews as the Saturday people, there's a saying among the radical Islamists, first we come for the Saturday people, then we come for the Sunday people. So I guess that means in my case, they're coming for me doubly, I don't know. But we have to start, when we talk about Israel, I have to start with I am a Jew. And Israel is the Jewish homeland. Of course, it is the Jewish homeland throughout antiquity, right, Uh, restarting in 1948 with the diaspora, returning to the Jewish homeland. And what we saw there, Again, it goes beyond words. I'm going to do a longer video just about Israel, so I'm going to keep this part a little bit short, but I want to be very clear. Hamas needs to be wiped from the face of the earth. And I don't mean that they need to be punished. I don't mean that they need to be contained. I don't need. I don't believe in this garbage about proportional response. Hamas needs to not exist any longer. And this is critical for the survival of Israel because Hamas can't be seen as having a victory here because that would encourage Hezbollah and many, many other terrorist organizations around the world to continue to attack Israel. Hamas has to no longer exist. I believe wholeheartedly in what the unity government of Israel said, they should have statement that said, if you are Hamas, you are a dead man. And that is the only thing that is going to work to keep Israel safe, preserve the homeland, and with all the anti-Semitism we see spreading all over the world, including all over Europe. We, we saw a teacher, a Jewish teacher killed in France by a knife attack by a Muslim. We see pro-Palestinian protests breaking out in all these countries that have allowed all these Islamists to move into their country with all the anti-Semitism breaking out over, all over the world. The only truly safe spot for Jews in the world is Israel. And by safe, I don't mean that they don't face any danger because obviously we just saw they face incredible danger and incredible hardship. But I mean, that is a government that is, always has been, and always will be committed to protecting Jews on earth. And that place did not exist during World War II. And we had the Holocaust. And the Holocaust, important to remember, I want to keep this in context. You hear people talking about Palestinian genocide. Palestinian genocide The Palestinians had roughly 100,000 people in the area at the beginning of Israel in 1948. And today around 3 million is my understanding of the total number. If you look at the Jewish population in the world prior to World War II, it was about 9 million, and then it was cut to 3 million. So 66% of the population were decimated by the end of World War II, by the end of the Holocaust, There's no genocide going on against Palestinian people. So let's just get that straight and clear. I'm a staunch supporter of Israel. Sometimes Israel and the United States have divergent interests, and my political loyalties lie with the United States. I am a United States citizen. I'm not an Israeli citizen. I don't have divided loyalties, but I do absolutely believe in I am a Zionist. I believe in Zionism. I believe the Jews, have a historic biblical homeland, they're entitled to that homeland and they need to stay there and we should stand with Israel. I can tell you on a personal level, I'm standing with Israel. I have friends there, people that I consider family who are so close. We're checking in with them regularly. We're doing everything we can to help them. I'm connecting people with them to make sure we're helping to get appropriate supplies to the IDF where they need them. This is going to be a long fight. I just want you to know me personally, not speaking for anybody else, me and my family, we are all in and we support Israel and we are undying in our support for Israel. And we're going to be in it as long as Israel is in it. And uh, again, I'm a Jew. I'm a Christian. I'm going to fight for Israel. I believe in that. All right. There's so much on Israel. Like I said, later on, I'm going to do a a video that's just on Israel. So look for that later on. Uh, Stand by for that. Let's talk about what's going on politically in the United States. There actually is something pretty major going on politically in the United States, uh, and that is the Republican clown show in Congress right now. I mean, it seems like a clown show to me. It seems like a circus, although maybe that's not fair because circuses require a lot of planning and coordination, right? All the tricks and the high wire acts and animal acts and even the clowns, what they do, the acrobatics and all that stuff, it's all planned out. They have a plan. They know it's going to roll out in a certain way. Right now, to me, it seems like Congress is not planned. The Republicans in Congress, I don't know that they have any idea that they know what they're doing. And I'm not attacking individual members of Congress. I'm not going against anybody individually here. I'm not criticizing anybody individually. I'm saying, guys, get your you-know-what together. Look, the world is on fire. We have the largest killing of jews in modern history since the holocaust on a single day we have our ally israel going to war there is the threat of a broader war in the middle east breaking out i think we should do everything we can to prevent the conflict from escalating into iran and i think the us so far i have to say joe biden doing a pretty good job of that issuing the right statement sending a carrier group out there so we've got potential war there we've got an ongoing war in ukraine which is a mess and we have no proposed end to that. It's an unlimited United States resources without any oversight pouring into Ukraine. That's going on right now. We have China in a threatening posture with Taiwan and China as an existential threat to the United States. That's going on right now. We have the economy slow sliding into a seeming crash as we continue to spend money at a rate that's unprecedented in all of humankind. We have inflation still there. I'm looking at gas prices in California. Friends are telling me are now over eight bucks a gallon. All of this is going on. The real estate market looks like it's on the precipice of a crash. Interest rates at historic highs. And we have Republicans in Congress that can't seem to figure out what they're doing. It seems to me when I look at Republicans in Congress, again, and they're really important, I'm speaking generally. So if you have a favorite, whoever your favorite might be, I'm not necessarily attacking your favorite. I'm just saying generally, Republicans can't get their act together. Republicans should be unified in the fight. Republicans should be out there on point, on message all the time, attacking the people responsible for all this bad stuff happening. And they're not because they're fighting over who their speaker is going to be the ousted kevin mccarthy i'm not sure what they thought the magic solution was going to be after that Uh, maybe they thought jim jordan uh, maybe they thought steve scalise scalise has now dropped out of the race i don't know that jordan's electable by the broader caucus generally speaking we may not like this i don't love this but the speakers generally right around the middle of the caucus Politically, they have to be able to work with everybody in the caucus. Jim Jordan is to the right of the caucus. One of the reasons I like him so much. Steve Scalise was more to the middle because he was part of McCarthy's leadership team. I think he's a pretty conservative guy, though. But Scalise couldn't get the votes. So now what? Now now what are we going to do? I I don't understand it. Look, I, I look at people, congressmen and women who are standing up, and I think a lot of them are making complete fools of themselves. I will point at one here, Nancy Mace. Stood up this week wearing a tight white T-shirt with a big A, red A on it, saying something about the Scarlet Letter, and you know she's wearing the A of the famous novel The Scarlet Letter, which is so ridiculous. It's about somebody who had an affair, and Nancy Mace recently became somewhat infamous for going to a prayer breakfast and and intimating that she was almost late because her boyfriend wanted to have sex with her, and now she's out there running around in a tight white T-shirt with a Scarlet A. She is a pro-choice Republican, like. I don't get this. I I don't know. Maybe she's not the sharpest tool in the shed. I don't get it. To me, it looks like grandstanding. And I see a bunch of people grandstanding, and I don't see anybody proposing real solutions. So my message, and I hope your message to Congress today, is not, hey, just we love the chaos for the chaos. It's get your act together and put together a plan and get together and do some good stuff. That's what we want to see you do. To me, it's... You know, it's not that complicated. I'm not saying it's easy, I wanna be really clear. These guys are in the minority, they have a bare, I mean, in the majority, they have a bare majority, right? Four seats, it's very hard to get anything done. That's even more of a reason to get your act together and all be on the same page. You barely have the majority. You need to figure out how to work together so that you can get the most done for the American people, so you can block the worst stuff for the American people. Now is the time to unify not the time for you guys to be divided uh one i want to do a shout out uh to somebody who i think is doing a really good job in the united states senate uh contrary to this clown show that we're seeing in the house of representatives and that senator Rand paul he has been a dog on a bone after fauci and i think it's great they went head to head a lot Rand paul questioned him harder than anybody else Rand paul beat up on fauci i think he brought the receipts and it looks like he's bringing a lot more receipts apparently He has hard evidence that what Fauci was saying in public is exactly the opposite of what he was saying in private. It looks very clear now that Fauci knew that the United States, through Fauci's shepherding around the rules, illegally was funding gain-of-function research. It looks very obvious that Fauci knew that this was a lab leak, even though he wasn't admitting that, even though he said in front of Congress that it wasn't that. It looks possible. I'm just saying possible that Fauci could end up in prison. And I love the fact that Ryan Paul is all over this. Now, I'm not betting on it, I'm not naive. I've seen enough of these guys walk, I've seen these guys be criminals and nothing happens to them, but I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Fauci in an orange federal prison jumpsuit for the rest of his life, because that's where he belongs. Here's one more item before we go to q and uh, I've seen out on the internet right now in some Reddit groups and other in the Second Amendment groups, that the Lake City facility is canceling all commercial ammunition orders. Lake City is the biggest ammunition manufacturing plant in the United States of America. It's a uh, co-op of sorts between the U.S. military and a bunch of manufacturers that get uh, ammo out of that plant. Uh, At least uh, 5.56, it looks like they've canceled all commercial orders. My guess is, and they haven't confirmed this, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. It makes sense to me. They may have done this because 556 is what's commonly the most probably commonly used ammunition around the world in the military and likely what's going on is with the orders that we need to fulfill for the israeli military with the fact that we've denuded our own stockpiles for the ukrainians uh, they probably need to be producing everything they can for government contracts i don't like this i think this is really important by the way this is what one of the reasons i'm a big supporter of palmetto state armory uh these guys are i think they're the best in the country i love palmetto state armory not just for the weapons they build but they build great weapons at reasonable prices their goal is to get as many firearms into the hands of law-abiding citizens as they possibly can uh, all different platforms they now have a huge ammunition plant that they brought online and they're not doing government contracts they're providing ammunition for you and me that's the goal of palmetto state armory so Jamin mckellum the founder and CEO over there. He's he's a friend of ours. We love Jamin. We love Palmetto. Meadow. Uh, you may want to stock up on ammo. You know, I'm just saying. I always stock up on ammo. Seems like a good time to stock up on ammo before prices are going up. Again, this is part of it, right? You're you're going to be smart. You're going to be vigilant, and you're gonna you're going to be situationally aware. Part of that is just being prepared. Don't be afraid. Be prepared. All right, I'm going to go to Q and A. Mary Ellen Provonsky says, "Did Biden help fund Hamas?" Yeah oh i mean absolutely biden helped to fund hamas uh look i want to say really clearly joe biden's been very good since the terror attack on israel since the barbarians came through the gates and murdered children chopped off their heads killed them in their beds raped women killed families since that happened joe biden's been strong but he's been giving money to the iranians and the iranians fund hamas period end of story they pretend it's non-fungible funds and others, they pretend it's only for humanitarian aid. Hamas believes that humanitarian aid is building tunnels and rockets, right? That's what they do. So funding Iran is funding Hamas and certainly Joe Biden and Obama before him were responsible for that. Joe Biden restarted that funding when he came into office after Donald Trump who had appropriately stopped it. Sonny Thompson Turner asked, do you remember when conscientious objectors withheld the portion of money That they calculated went to the war effort during the vietnam war is it time for us to start doing this due to the federal government giving tax dollars to special interests you know sonny i wish this were possible and i guess it's uh if everybody were to do it at once it would be possible but that's not what happens if we suggest that then they come after us and what they'll do is they'll make high profile examples of people do and those people if it's you or me Are going to federal prison and we're not going to do any good in the fight against the federal government so no we can't just stop giving them money edna crew asked me mark are those the glasses from last week's episode you guys if you were watching i was wearing my clear rimmed glasses (laughs) i couldn't wear my contacts i scratched a cornea i got a lot of comments from that you guys you guys were appropriately making fun of me from my very geeky professor glasses. Anyway, Edna says, are those the ones Gideon had on in the art that I did? Edna Kruger is the official artist of Convention of State. She designs our Christmas ornaments. She's incredibly talented, fellow Texan. And she did a great uh, drawing of our, my late great dog Gideon, like Winston comes in at the perfect moment. That was not uh, scripted, but good job, Winston. Uh, Winston was the sort of replacement dog for Gideon. But no, Edna, Those weren't the same glasses. Those glasses that you had on Gideon in that picture, they were much fancier. They had some colors and sparkles in them. Those were Patty's glasses. I would never wear those. Anyway, uh, I appreciate you, Edna. I have Edna's Edna's art on the wall back here. Uh, We love her. I think I put one up in the studio in uh, Nashville for the upcoming television show. Uh, Anyway, that's all I've got for today. Again, I wanna encourage you to be vigilant, right? To get out there, do the things you need to do, to be smart, and to not be afraid. Be prepared. Make sure you're armed. Make sure you're trained with your firearms. Make sure you have a supply of food and water. I'm not telling you to be a crazy prepper, but I'm also telling you there's nothing crazy about prepping. You should be prepared. It's your responsibility for you and your family. God bless you guys. I appreciate y'all. Be looking for my video on Israel, and uh, we'll see you next week on The Battle Cry. This has been the podcast version of The Battle Cry with Mark Meckler visit conventionofstates.com/pod to learn more thank you for listening